Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinbart. I'm an analyst and advisor at Kupinger Coal Analysts. And like in every edition, we have in this edition one guest joining me, a fellow analyst. And we will have 15 minutes or so to chat around a special topic. My guest today is Alexei Balagansky. He's a lead analyst for Kupinger Coal in Duisburg, Germany. Welcome, Alexei. Oh, hello, Matthias. Thanks for having me again. Great to have you. So today we will talk about a topic that you suggested and that has the impressive title, The Dark Side of the API Economy. And that sounds interesting. That sounds challenging. But to start with, can you give us a quick introduction into the terminology? What is an API anyway? Well, I guess uh, that's really uh, the best question because so many people have this uh, very old school perception that an API is something that only IT should be thinking about. So API is uh, an acronym, which means uh, Application Programming Interface. And again, it sounds very technical and IT-ish, if you will. But the point is that uh, while 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it was indeed like that, but nowadays APIs are not just everywhere. They are also powering everything around us. They are one of the major drivers of the whole digital, digital transformation. Because to think of it, the very term uh, we analysts uh, like so much, the digital transformation. Many people still think that whenever they migrate from paper-based documentation to Word and Excel, they have already undergone the, the transformation. That's not true. Kind of a company really becomes uh, digitalized, or digitally transformed, if you will, only when this digital information becomes uh, the very essence of its processes and sometimes even its major product and source of revenue. And this is exactly what happened to so many companies already. Large cloud service providers or companies like Google, Facebook, or, and uh, other huge technical giants, their product is digital information and their logistics are the APIs. So basically APIs are the glue that enable uh, digitally transformed businesses work together. So these APIs represent digital services. So they, 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 this is really something that you can use from your own application slash business model uh, and leverage then um, functionality services that others provide via an API. Well, I mean, obviously uh, services, uh, uh, digital services have existed for decades already. So as long as we have networks, we already had uh, some uh, different uh, service-based architectures like Corbar, DCOM in early Windows ages, uh, SOAP and XML RPC uh, in the, the enterprise Unix world. It was like 30 years ago, 20 years ago. Nowadays, when we are talking about APIs, we are talking about specifically RESTful APIs, which are extremely simple, lightweight, uh, based on the standard HTTP protocol, which powers all the uh, World Wide Web. And yes, indeed, uh, it's a very, uh, it, it's a standard, it's an architectural pattern, which has an extremely low learning curve. So everyone can start publishing their existing services as RESTful APIs in or minutes really, maybe hours. And of course they can start consuming someone else's APIs in minutes or hours. And while it's so easy to dive into this is exactly what has led to this uh, proverbial API uh, explosion. Because what 
just maybe 15 years ago was a purely technical term used by a handful of uh, IT nerds or developers. Now it's APIs everywhere and RESTful APIs are basically the backbone of the modern internet. So now that we learned what an API is or what APIs are, because there are obviously lots around, what then actually is meant with the term API economy? Well, to be honest, I find this term a little bit deceptive because uh, you do not earn money with APIs. You earn money with uh, your core digital competence. It might be uh, a source of valuable information. It might be uh, some kind of an online service, for example, just as the simplest uh, example would be our online uh, weather forecast. If you want to know the current weather, you don't. You no longer have to look out of your window. You can just uh, open the website. If you are a human, but if you are a device, if you are someone else's mobile phone, basically you need you need to call an API. And of course, this API call might be uh, not necessarily free. You you can subscribe to an API, which is kind of monetized, and every time you call it, you have to pay a little bit, just a few cents. But if you call an API millions or billions times uh, monthly, the revenue can skyrocket. Well, look at Google. I would say that APIs are probably like a majority of uh, their uh, income. Right, so that, that requires also when you subscribe to such an API that you authenticate, that you show the service provider who you are and that you are a legitimate user of this service and that you most probably also will pay the bill afterwards. So there's security built in there. Exactly, exactly. And this is exactly where kind of the, the second most prevalent myth about APIs is that if APIs, the RESTful APIs are so easy to implement, then surely it's it should be just as easy to implement them properly, if you will. Unfortunately, kind of uh, implementing an API properly, meaning uh, an API which is resilient to denial of service attacks, which is uh, always available, which is secure and cannot be exploited by malicious actors, and so on and so forth, it's actually extremely difficult. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you, you can probably learn to play uh, piano with one finger in an hour, but if you want to play something really well, you have to spend years. And exactly the same applies to API security, if you will, because API security is such a complicated field that you could probably talk hours about this uh, question alone, but we only have 15 minutes, so let's talk about practical implications. Okay, and if we talk about practical implications, of course, as we all have been using computer systems for quite some time, we know what, what can go wrong. So a function call, which is behind an API, might be not well implemented, or the security layer in front of that is not well implemented. So there is a, um, a way around um, the actual authentication process. Um, or if things just break down during processing, maybe some information still is left and returned via the API. But if we think of API security from the negative point of view, and you said there is a, a dark side of the API economy, what has already gone wrong? Well, to be honest, uh, everything which could have gone wrong has already gone wrong so many times that it's just uh, almost ridiculous to see. Uh, I've been following this topic for quite a few years. I think I started uh, at least five or six years ago when it was really kind of very narrow and almost considered relevant for businesses. And even back then, 
it was obvious that traditional uh, security tools are not good enough dealing with API threats. Even though APIs are basically running on the same HTTP protocol as your quote-unquote normal websites, and uh, to think of it, uh, modern websites are basically like 90% API-based already. A traditional web security tool like a web application firewall cannot catch all the potential uh, API-related uh, threats. And in fact, that's uh, basically one of the topics which we've been pushing for years and years. And I think only last year, the API security has finally become noticeable among the uh, general public and quote-unquote general uh, security experts. Uh, probably because of the uh, series of really high profile and hugely massive uh, data breaches, which were affecting companies like Facebook and Instagram and uh, United States postal servers and really huge companies which supposedly have hundreds if not thousands of security experts tasked to protect their uh, interfaces. And they failed miserably because they were simply kind of overlooking not uh, immediately obvious uh, API-related attack vectors. And speaking of those API-related attack vectors, again, we could probably talk hours about all the possible combinations of attacks. Uh, I think in one of our earlier webinars, we have covered at least 25 of them. But what I really like is that finally last year, uh, the very well-known OWASP, Open Web Application Security Project uh, organization, they have finally come up with the API security top 10 threats. So finally, there is a, a reputable and widely recognized security-related company which said, yes, you should have uh, this top 10 API security threats in mind. And they are really interesting because they uh, cover various aspects of cybersecurity ranging from, as you mentioned earlier, uh, authentication and authorization, both on user level and on object level. They cover of infrastructure level threats like uh, lack of uh, rate limiting uh, and security misconfigurations. They cover quote unquote traditional uh, web related threats like SQL injections, but again, this is just only two of 10. And of course, uh, they are focusing on uh, compliance related things like excessive data exposure. For example, when uh, an improperly coded API call invoked with a intentionally broken set of parameters for example, returns you information from your whole user database instead of just one user. And this is exactly what happened with the US postal service a couple of years ago, where they managed to leak well, tens of millions of their customer sensitive data within weeks, basically. Okay, so we can assume that attackers are out there that are just looking for APIs, for not well-secured APIs, who do that maybe even automatically, um, so that they are really trying to, to find these uh, APIs that are not well-designed? Absolutely. And by the way, here you are raising probably the most uh, important API security-related problem. The attackers out there, they are doing this... Uh, spraying attacks basically and they are targeting your whole network and they're able to discover apis and then exploit them and those will be apis which you yourself have absolutely no idea about this is probably still the biggest problem for many companies they simply do not know how many different apis they have in their networks in their infrastructures and it, it doesn't have to be your own api like 
the one that exposes your own business logic. It can be a third-party API, it can be a management API for a smart device, like a printer or a web camera. It can be anything. And you, you've probably heard about a really amusing uh, data breach in, in one of the, I think it was in a casino somewhere in the United States, which was hacked through a smart pump for a fish tank, which was displayed in the hole. So uh, an unsecured API for a smart pump for a fish tank in your casino's main hall was enough to rob that casino of a substantial amount of money. Just think of it, the potential implications of uh, improperly configured API security. But, but usually it will be one developer who designs an API for themselves or for, um, just as a helper API, and that is not well protected. Uh, and that can put a complete organization at risk. So this also needs to be identified. Are there tools to really find these not well-documented APIs? If the attackers can find it, maybe the, the ones who want to protect the organization might also be able to find that. Absolutely. And, and again, so I just, just said, uh, I've been following this uh, uh, well, API security market for quite a number of years already. And I was totally frustrated seeing that there are so few companies who, who actually position themselves as API security vendors. Because until probably a couple of years ago, every company in that market was an API management vendor. So basically they were thinking about how to publish your API as quickly as possible and how to start monetizing it, which is great, which is what powers the API economy. But again, kind of security has always been overlooked. And only in the recently published uh, Leadership Compass on API Security, which uh, I did last year, and which you can find on our website, by the way, I am happy to say that there is really a market segment for API security tools, finally. So if uh, the year 2017 was proclaimed the year of API economy by the reputable Forbes magazine, then I would say the year of 2019 was finally the year of API security. And again, or there is kind of the, the selection of these tools is extremely varied. There are some uh, solutions which only focus on reactive security, if you will. So basically, they will detect if something bad is happening to your API and they'll alert you and let you investigate and fix it, which is how most other traditional security tools nowadays are functioning. But of course, there are some companies which focus on proactive security. They would say, before you even start writing your code, or in the very early stage of API design, when you create your so-called open API specification, or Swagger, as it was previously known, when you only define which methods and properties your API is exposing, you should already start thinking about security. And they will help you create your API, design your API structure in a way that it's as uh, resilient to attacks as possible. And it's really nice to see that such developments are already ongoing and we will see more of those proactive API security solutions well, this year and next year, of course. Okay, so th this is really also the, the, the approach of security by design, building the security into the API or not adding it afterwards as an afterthought and usually missing out one important fact. Exactly. Okay, so that, that now that we've come almost to the end of this um, podcast, um, if, if you could provide a few key takeaways for 
the audience out there just which just had some bad feelings about the APIs they might expose, what would you recommend to them? Well, obviously, the first and foremost recommendation would be stop thinking that API security is easy. It's not. It's extremely complicated and it really requires a very well thought out strategic approach and careful planning. And of course, to understand all the potential or third vectors, you have to educate yourself and you have to educate your other stakeholders, especially the developers, the actual people responsible for creating your APIs. And of course, or just like with any other field of cybersecurity, visibility is the key. You have to know all your APIs, not your own, but also the third-party APIs, as I mentioned, or the management APIs, the hardware APIs, anything. You have to discover them. You have to understand the potential risks. So basically, you have to do some kind of threat modeling and risk assessment and classification based on those criteria. And you have to constantly monitor an API. Because as the real-life example with, for example, Instagram hack indicated, even a very well-designed and very well-protected API, through a simple human mistake, can go unprotected for a short period of time. That's exactly what happened with Instagram. A developer accidentally published a, a wrong version of API, which was not properly authenticated. And so that small window of time, the hackers who managed to identify this opportunity immediately were able to hijack hundreds of high-profile accounts from celebrities and bankers and actors and so on. You don't want this to happen to you because uh, any company smaller than Facebook cannot really bear that uh, reputational damage and survive. Okay, got it. So thank you very much, Alexei, for that. So of course, some of the audience are really interested in learning more about that. They, of course, um, um, are recommended to, to read the leadership compass that you just mentioned about the API security products out there and, and to follow us on our website and you on our website when it comes to further developments here. And of course, um, if they want to get in touch with us or with you, um, they, please feel free to just contact us at coopingacall.com or just drop us a mail. So thank you very much, Alexei, again. Um, I think this is a topic that deserves more than just one 15 minutes podcast or 20 minutes podcast. I will be happy to invite you for that topic again and to, to dig a bit deeper into what's really going on there in the gory details. Anything else you want to add? Well, first of all, thank you, Matthias, for inviting me again. I hope to uh, return to this uh, podcast uh, in the future and discuss uh, this and other topics as well. And thank you for all the uh, current and future listeners of this podcast for being with us. And again, I would like to emphasize that we are going to discuss uh, like today and in the future, hopefully, topics which are not as uh, hyped and buzzword worthy as like blockchain or AI, cybersecurity and so on. But they are in no way less relevant or less dangerous or to overlook. So API security is crucial for almost every company because APIs should be really considered a part of critical infrastructure nowadays. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Um, and I'm looking forward to having you all in one future edition of this podcast again. Bye-bye. Thanks. Goodbye.